as much as possible, I like don't do anything academic that day. This is your official headphone warning. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast ever. I know. Wait, wait, I know. Could, could you start that again? Because I dropped my water bottle waste. I can edit your thing out. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> it's okay. 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 Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast. I know, I know. Uh, I'm a college crisis. I'm your host, Ashley Zhang, and we are joined with a very, very special special guest today, Rohil. Hello. Hi. <laughs> he just waved for all, the, for all the listeners who will not be seeing this video recording, but he just <laughs> waved. Um, okay, well, like, how are you feeling about being on the podcast today? You've been on the first one. How are you feeling about being on the second one now that we're in college? Well, it is exciting, and I'd say a lot of things have changed since the first one. Mm-hmm. The world is very different. We are very different. I mean, not really, but yeah. like, it's like a things lot of have things changed. have changed around us. Yeah, which, it's like things have changed, yeah. but things have also like not changed. It's just, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's just like different settings, I'd say. But yeah, yeah, yeah there's a three-hour time difference now. Yep. Someone decided to go to California. <laughs> um, we could have been at the same school, but no, mm-hmm. no. That that almost that almost happened. Yeah. Yeah, because I think when we last met, I think I was like pretty sure I was going to UVA. It was yeah. UVA or another school at that point, and then. And he decided yeah. to leave. It's because <laughs> of me, isn't it, Rohel? It's because of me. Yes, it's because of you. Oh God, don't say that. <laughs> okay, but um, we'll just get started with the guest questions. I feel like I'm missing something mm-hmm. in this intro, but I can't tell what it is, so we're just gonna keep on going forward. But the first question, guest question, is like, what is your name? My name is Rohil. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, the second question is, what grade are you in and what college do you go to if you want to like disclose that information? Okay, um, so you kind of already disclosed that, but I'm a college freshman right now and I go to the University of California, Berkeley, so. Wow, he, gave, he dropped the full name. He wants I everyone gave the full to know. name. <laughs> he wants everyone mm-hmm. to know that you go to Berkeley. Because also apparently sometimes when I say I go to Berkeley, people think of Berkeley like the music school in Boston. Oh. So, which is like kind of <laughs> It's like because it's like such a niche place, you know. Yeah, so definitely. little surprise that people know it, but it's like uh, people will be like, "What instrument do you play?" And I'm like, I'm, "I don't go to the Berkeley School of Music. I go to like the one in California." Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't even know that that is very niche of them to know, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Okay, well, the next question is like, what is one word or phrase to describe college so far? Um, busy. I'd say. Understood. Like, at the same time, it's not, like... No, yeah, it, I, I get it. I really do get it's it like, when you say it that. It is, but it's not. Like, it I don't feel... It's not, like, high school, junior year busy, where it's, mm-hmm. like, I went to class, and then I went to a club meeting, and then I went to cross-country, and then I went home, and then I, like, did homework, and then I did, like, whatever dishes until my parents were, like, go do your homework. Yeah. And then I did more homework, and it was just... That, that, was, that was real busy. This is, like, healthy busy. Yeah, I, yeah, it's... I don't know how to describe it, but you like described it pretty well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the difference between high school and college busy. Um, okay, but the next question is, tell us about a college crisis that you have had recently. Or it, it can be recent or past college crisis, but yes, college crisis time. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to go through here. Yeah, you could talk about your campus crushes. I mean... That's a yeah, let, let's crisis. not go there. Let's okay. let's not go there. Then we'll, then we'll not be on the pod. Um, but yes, Ashley has been in the know on those things. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
other crises. Um, I'd say housing is kind of scary because um, I go to college in the city and the landlords are like very, they're not the nicest from what okay. I've heard. So okay. like, be kind of careful. And I've just been like doing research on where I could live next year. And there's just some options I've never considered. But yeah, yeah that's, I've been going through those things. You could, yeah, that sounds yeah. like, I remember figuring out housing for next year and it's a very stressful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Okay, cool. Um, as always, I don't know. That's like, that's something I've been dealing with recently. So that's no. just the yeah i get it that isn't isn't something that would like completely embarrass me so (laughs) the thing is like uva also everyone figures out their next year housing really quickly so like Mm -hmm. august august november people are like already finding housing and it's just like a very weird thing yeah yeah it's so early like yeah bro we're not moving in until next august like i know i don't know Okay, but as always, if you want to submit your own college crisis, feel free to send that in via voice memo and or email. But the next question is, like, tell the story about how we met. All right. So basically, it was in, we had two classes together in eighth grade. It was science and this, like, study hall in our, I mean, middle school. They called it Falcon Focus. So that was the two classes that we had together. And one of them was, I think we started, we didn't really talk in science because we were, like, separate. Then, oh yeah, that Rojo yeah. thought I was. He always oh, made me my best friend up, and I forgot you guys that. Were always, yeah. you guys were always together, and it's like you guys have the same hairstyle, and like you guys would always talk like at the same time. So I just like didn't know who was who. I just knew you guys as the unit. I was like, that's as Diane. the unit. Oh my god! It was like I just knew you guys as Diane and Ashley. I didn't know which mm-hmm. was Diane. Uh huh. But also, I didn't talk to you guys too. So like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But then you did talk to me. Mm-hmm. I started talking to you later. But like I had to like I remember in September I was trying to learn everyone's name. And mm-hmm. I was like, I remember thinking to myself, Diane has a rounder face. <laughs> and I was like, that's Diane. And then I was like, Diane is in my civics class and Ashley's in my Falcon Focus class. So <laughs> like, like I had to like scan like your face to be like, Wait, which one is it? <laughs> at this point, had you introduced yourself to us yet? Or did you just like know no. us in passing? I just okay, like so knew like, you guys. So like yeah. you could have just like said introduced yourself and like we could have introduced ourselves and then you would okay, know. But, like, I was a new yeah like, I do new, get it new to the school so but, like, like knowing you I feel like you would have introduced like just your personality you would have like tried to I was a little shyer in eighth mm. grade I was pretty shy compared okay. in comparison but yeah and then it's like I'd see you guys walking around the school is still together I'm like which one is he? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that's so that's funny just, it's it's embarrassing but like <laughs> once I think I talked I'm not sure how when we began talking but it was in Falcon Focus mm-hmm. and then that's how I like became friends with you yeah, now we're besties. Yes. Besties. It's funny, like, we do actually, like, talk. We do. Regularly. No, like, it's, like, kind of weird. The, the thing is, so, like, when I turned 18, I made, like, a list of people, or, like, all my friends, and, like, if I thought I would talk to them in, like, 10, like, because I, I was going to open the letter in 10 years, so, like, it's a mm-hmm. list of people, and it's, like, oh, do I think I'm going to talk to this person in 10 years? And I don't even know if your name was on the list. I don't like, think it was. I yeah. don't think, I don't know if it was, because, like, we just didn't talk, like, at like mm-hmm. yeah like we were friends but we didn't like text each other or anything like that and then mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. what picked up but like we just started texting each other in college so like good for us i guess but yeah it's yeah no funny. it's like it's so weird it's like the thing is it's like i'm in touch i'm in like touch with a lot yeah. of people but like i don't really regularly text a lot of people like it's just yeah. like there's like four people and then i'll like send some people tiktoks and that's mm-hmm. how we stay in touch like yeah like one of my friends i'll just send him tiktoks and he even like deleted the app and i'll still send them to him through text so you can send me tiktoks any day 
I don't have TikTok, but I love I think people I, sending them to me. You do send me TikToks sometimes. I think I do send you TikToks. Like, yeah. it's also, like, whenever I see, like, a TikTok about a school or, like, a university mm-hmm. that one of my friends is at, I'll send them that TikTok. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you send me TikToks, but it's on the TikTok, like, online. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. use TikTok on my computer. So I do see your TikToks. <laughs> but, yes, send me your TikToks. <laughs> okay. So the next question is, do you have, like, a college story? So, like, the first time you felt, like, a college student or anything like that? Okay. So... My first time, so I go to Berkeley, which is on the other side of the country from Virginia, which is where both of us live. Mm-hmm. And I had never been there before. <laughs> so <laughs> I just kind of blindly committed. It took some convincing from my parents, but like I'm a data science major and Berkeley is like a great school for that. So it just made sense. Like it just all made sense. But I think the first time I felt like a college student is after my parents dropped me off. We like went to San Francisco to like hang out and then they drove to the airport and because mm-hmm. Berkeley is like the other direction. Mm-hmm. And then I took the train back to Berkeley. And I don't think it really settled in that I was like alone because we had orientation like right after we moved in. So that was like, it was like fine. But I think after orientation, like there's like a brief period where it's like after orientation and before classes started. And that felt a little lonely. That was like, uh. <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. For us, it was like yeah. a week before orientation week. And then like orientation week lasted a week. And then school mm-hmm. started and like when you weren't doing the orientation stuff, it was like weird in between time where you did not really know yeah. what to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next question is how much has your rice purity test score dropped since getting to college? Um, I don't think it's changed. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> so you're boring. That's what I'm hearing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm basically. Just kidding. Just... Yes. Basically. I'm very boring. It's okay. Well, it's no, still it's somewhere okay. in the 90s. <laughs> that's fine. That's totally fine. Okay. But the next What's your question rice is, score? I don't know. I'm not going to check it either. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is somewhere in the 90s. I forgot. I forgot the number. I'm pretty sure it has not really changed, though. That's okay. Lots of people <laughs> hasn't. No, I wouldn't say. Okay, there are people whose haven't changed, and there's people who have dropped a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a spectrum. Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay, but this is like, next question is my favorite question. How do you flirt with other people? <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. I don't. I don't. It's a lie. Everyone flirts with. Okay. How, like, like. Because I feel like it's, like, weird for me to, like. I'm just kidding. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to cut that out. But, like, Roha understood. I mean, I would say, like, it's, like, hard for me to, like, not that I've ever been in, in like, a relationship, but it's hard for me to, like, make that connection with people if I don't really know them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like. Like, if I see someone that's attractive, then I'd be like, oh, like, I try to become friends, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But yeah, that's friends like, so lovers. I don't know. Well, like, that's not the goal, but like, yeah, yeah. It happens like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And like, I'd say that if I wanted my idea of like, um, so have you seen the movie, uh, not the movie, the TV show Avatar The Last Airbender? Yes. I'm sure you have, right? <laughs> you want Aang and Katara? Yeah. So, like, you know how okay. Aang and Katara, they're like lovers, right? Yeah. They love each other, but, like, I think at the backbone of it, like, they're friends. And I feel yeah. like it's, like, because I feel like just having a connection with someone based on looks is just, I don't know, it feels kind of shallow to me. Mm-hmm. There's more to it. You know, like, you have to be friends with the person you love. That, yeah. That's how I see it. That's good. That's a good viewpoint yeah. to have. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I just think about, like, my ideal relationship, like, Aang and Katara is what I'd say. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> that's very, like, I think you're the first person I've heard 
who said their ideal relationship is Aang and Katara. Like, I'm sure there are other people who also think that, but like, no one's ever said mm-hmm. to me like, "Oh, like my ideal relationship." I don't is know. It's Aang just what I think of. It's just yeah, what I think sense. of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. But the next question is just like a fun one. So choose a number one through eight. Two. Okay. Uh, it's not like a question, but like number two is do a fake accent. Whatever fake accent you want to do. <laughs> or you can choose another number, I guess, if you're lame. Um, yeah, I'll do. I'll choose another one. Okay. I still do accents when I was in fifth grade, but that was a little, a little. Mm. Mm. Choose another number, Rohil. Oh, sorry, five. <laughs> five. Okay. Number five is what is your favorite question to be asked? Definitely not this one. Okay. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> this is so funny. It, it doesn't have to be your favorite question, if that helps. Just, like, a question you like to be just, asked. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I understand. I just don't know what would I want to be asked. I think one question that I would want to be asked is... I don't even know. I'm having, like... I have, like, a blank. Like, I'm thinking it's you just... want another question? Blank. Bruh. Okay. I, um, okay. Okay. I have one. It's, like, it's okay. dumb. I have an answer. But if someone asked me, what is your favorite library on campus? Okay. I, I would love to answer that. Okay. Why? Because it's just such an interesting question. Like, there's, like, I never was really a library person. Like, I'd always study at home. But now in college, I've, like, gone to, like, we have, like, 20 libraries on campus because my school is extra like that. Uh-huh. And I've, like, almost all of them. So. Nice. I consider myself a Berkeley library expert. So which is your favorite library to study at? Um, So there's one called Doe Library, which is one of our biggest ones. Uh-huh. And it's, like, a traditional, like, it's, like, there's, like, this huge room called the reading room. Mm-hmm. And they have all these tables and all these chairs. And it's, like, very, like, old-fashioned looking. And it's really nice. Okay. That's a good so question. Like, I think most colleges have libraries like that where it's, like, very old and, like, big for people mm-hmm. to study in. That's good. I like that mm-hmm. question to be asked. Okay. Yeah. But the last question before we begin this week's topic is how do you identify? However you want to identify. As a person. Okay. Sounds good. Because I think that... I think that we're all people, you know, and there's like all these labels that we put in ourselves. Like I could say like, you know, I'm a man or I'm Asian, but like at the end of the day, we're all people. That's just what I like to think. That's a good. Okay. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, this week we're just talking about work-life balance. And that's literally the same topic we did for High School Uncensored, but now it's college. So it's different. Okay. So like what things are you doing at college that fit into your work-life balance right now? Does that like, does that make sense? Yeah. As we mentioned before, I'm three hours behind Ashley. So when I got here, I was still like mentally on Eastern time. So I decided to take advantage of that. And I wake up between like 7 and 7.30 every day, even if I don't have classes. Like today, I didn't have class until 2. Mm-hmm. But like I just woke up early. And I think it's good to just start the day early. I agree. And I think it's like a nice like start to the day. So like I either go on a run or I go to the gym mm-hmm. and that's like been working out really nice. So hopefully stick to that. That's but good. fall semester, I didn't really do that. I just kind of roll out of bed. And it's like, it was helpful. It's helpful for me to like not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. Like I wake up at eight, even if like sometimes my classes don't start until 11, which isn't even that late. Mm-hmm. But like I'll wake up at, mm-hmm. I'll wake up at eight, like get ready, go get breakfast and like go to the library for a few hours before like getting into class. And I think it's, yeah, it's nice to, Get ready for the day, I suppose. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, since you brought up running, I'm just going to start asking my running questions now. So, Rohel, okay. you are a runner. Would you just, would you, would you um, say you're a runner? Well, 
there's a lot of runners who are way better than me. But yes, I do run. Okay. If that, I, I'm not sure if I call myself a runner, but I do run. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please, ex- do you do you get runners high? Because yes, that's a thing. Really? Okay. I want it is a thing because like I have okay. So for me, running has always been like an aspirational sort of thing. Like knowing myself, mm-hmm. I feel like if I got good at running, I think I would like it as like a pastime or something. But as of mm-hmm. right now, I don't understand it. I still don't understand runner's high. So like explain your side of it with runner's high and stuff. Um, so I don't, it's some, not something I normally get, mm-hmm. but I know the one time that I did get it was when we were running down, there's this hill in a cross country course. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's this place called Burke Lake Park. If you're from Northern oh. Virginia, you'll probably know it. Uh-huh. But there's like this hill. I think it's behind the golf course or mini something. I haven't been there in like years. Mm-hmm. But like the driving range, it's right behind it or like right next to it. And there's this hill and it like dips down. And then that's where the finish line is. Mm-hmm. And for the two mile course, sorry for any cross country runners listening. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But there's like this hill and it's just, I just remember sprinting down it. And there's like another guy on my team. And he was like neck and neck, but we're like, you know, we're friends, but it's like, we're just running down and it just felt so good. Like as we like sprinted towards the finish line. See, I don't think I'll ever, ex- I, like, I don't get runner's high. Like, I just don't. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was just in the moment. Like it's, yeah. yeah. How often it's like, is, was it a one-time thing for you? Um, That's the only time that I really remember it. Otherwise, okay. like just, you know, running is running. It's pretty okay. dull. Why do you, okay. Cause like, I know people like running cause they're like, oh, I can just like, What's it called? Daydream for as long as I'm running. Like if they're going for two hours on a run, then they can like daydream for two hours. But I don't know how you daydream for two hours. Like that's such a long time to daydream for. Um. Well, I don't run for two hours because I get yeah. tired. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really see myself daydreaming because I'm always paying attention. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like when you're driving, except it's a little easier. But like, you know, I have to cross the street or I have to mm-hmm. like watch out for this tree or like I need to know where I'm going. I need to like time it so that I'm not, running too far away or running like down a dead end so i need to like pay attention to all those things so that's i wouldn't a... say I'm daydreaming it's like i'm pretty conscious while i'm running okay that's a good point maybe like the daydreaming is referring to like running in a more rural place i suppose like where there's less distractions and, that's like, true that's true and yeah. i live in a city so that's, yeah, a, little, that's a good point yeah. okay well i don't know do you want to talk i don't know okay well i guess like okay so going back from pulling back from running um, so I know you're on the unit one residency chair mm-hmm. thing. So like, do you yes. want, do you want to explain that a little? Sure. Yeah. So, um, my housing unit is called unit one and it's a group of like six, like eight floor buildings, eight floor dorms, and they make up one unit cause they're all like clustered around each other. So that's called unit one. And basically I'm like an elected officer for the whole unit. And they have like different representatives, like president, vice president of marketing, vice president of programming, vice president of philanthropy. Like you get the idea. Mm-hmm. It's like like titles like those. Okay. But I'm a representative on the residence hall assembly, which is outside of unit one, all the other residence halls in Berkeley. It's like they had their own Congress. So it's like, think of it like, you know, how in like the U.S. Senate, like Virginia has like two senators and then California has <laughs> two senators, Nebraska. Yeah senators it's like that okay but yeah it's like same concept so unit one is like the state and the residence hall association is like the national congress okay yeah like like what do you sort of do like as a representative so basically as a representative it's a little 
it's not as much free reign as I thought it would be. Like we're basically just voting on how the finances of the whole residence, the whole residence budget is being used. So like mm-hmm. if someone wants to run a project, like an RA is like, hey, I want like $600 to do this event, then we can decide whether we want to give it to them or not. And then okay. we also use like residence hall funds to run different programs in in the residence hall. So like, for example, we had like a maker on bouquet day mm-hmm. where we bought flowers from a local like florist and we like laid them all out and like, people come in and make their own bouquets for free. So that was yeah. really nice. Yeah. I, you posted about that, right? I did. Yeah. And I was like, I'll show up. Mm-hmm. And that's peak come. comedy. It's peak yeah. comedy. Yeah. It is peak comedy because you're like you. six hour flight away. Yeah. I'm, I'm hilarious. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, like, I guess, why did you... So, I know, like, in high school, you were also on the student council board. Weren't mm-hmm. you, like, president or something like that? I, I was don't know. class council chair, so that's, like, the highest position in the class okay. of 2021. Yeah. That's an odd flex, but okay. I'm but just I, I, <laughs> Um. So, I guess, like, have skills sort of in student council sort of transfer over to, like, being representative? Yeah, it's the same type of thing. So, you know, I'm just doing kind of the same thing I did in high school mm-hmm. like you have to plan events and you have to decide on things except that I'd say high school is a little more small scale mm-hmm. because in high school everyone is together in high school people are always in the same place but mm-hmm. the thing is in college it's a residence hall so it's pretty disconnected okay. and that's that makes it a little hard to like do things yeah that makes sense well like mm-hmm. Is there a specific reason why you wanted to be on this council? Like, because I know that you're a data science major, so like, I'm not sure if you want to like use these leadership skills in like a future position or something like that, or is it just? Well, fun the reason or... I applied is because I just saw like a flyer for it, so it's just like, okay, I'll just do it. <laughs> okay. Um, at this school, like clubs are really hard to get into. Okay. Like that they make sense. you interview like two times, and it's just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I feel like several clubs I got rejected from most of them, so. We love that. But we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. that's why I was just like, I'll just apply, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just something that was cool. I did it in high school. Maybe I'll do it again. And I got the position. So that's cool. Would you yeah. ever <laughs> consider running for president? Of the US? Yeah. Well, that's a very tall order, but like I don't know. Potentially. Oh, potentially. Okay. Yeah, potentially. All right. It's a but good that's, answer. That's a very I think the problem with being in a position that's so high up is that you can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. For example, like you look at what's it called? There's just like lots of restrictions once you're in like yeah, that like, position. Of not power. just that, but like you're kind of being blamed for a lot of things that you can't really do. That's a like good if point. you look at the government right now, not to bring up politics, but since we're kind of there already, like like Democrats control the presidency, the House and the Senate, and they still mm-hmm. have problems getting things through, you know? So yeah. it's like, I think that goes to show how like we're a country of many different decision makers and not just necessarily one. Mm-hmm. So like just because President Biden wants something to be accomplished doesn't mean it will get through the House and then get through the Senate and then get to his desk to be signed. You know, like it's yeah. just so hard to like do that. Yeah. So I think that's like that goes to show it's like that's why I'm not. I don't know. Like that's why you don't want to be president. Like yeah, it's like because <laughs> it's like then you're always like fighting with people over everything and it's just. Yeah. Getting blamed for everything that's not not really in their control. I mean, not that I'm not trying to defend or support or anything President Biden. I'm just saying. Saying, yeah. Like, there's like a lot of things that he wants to accomplish that can't get accomplished because of Mm -hmm. pushback in Congress that isn't really in his hands. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) 
I meant that as a silly question, bro. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. It's yeah, like, yeah. I know, I know. I feel like when you're in a position of authority, people blame everything on you. But it's mm-hmm. like there's not really. You can't solve everything. You're not Superman. So is so is there like so, I yeah like this is pertaining to real life, but also like is there conflict with you being in like a representative for Unit One? Like, has there been? Tell us the drama. Tell us. Okay. The, um. There's the not. Tea. There's not really. There's not really any tea. But one thing that I wanted to accomplish was having free door stops. That was like yeah. something put in my campaign. I'm like, this is what I'm going to push for. And of course, as soon as I got a chance, I brought it up to the assembly and like, hey, this is something I want to fund. Uh, mm-hmm. free door stops, right? You know, this is something I ran on my campaign. This is something I want to promote. And uh, it got like a lot of support, like delegates from other buildings. Like, yeah, this is a good idea, you know? Yeah. Because the thing with free door stops is it's to encourage socialization. Yeah. Because otherwise, then you're just like locked in your dorm. And then people mm-hmm. were like buying doorstops from elsewhere. So I brought that up, but university staff said um, the problem with that is that if we give out free doorstops, people could be irresponsible with them and then like leave their doors open and then someone comes and steals something from them. So like we don't want to be charged with liability. That does make sense though. though. Yeah, it's like, it makes sense. I mean, but yeah. it's like, anytime that's like saying like, oh, you left your key in your key holder and yeah. the key is given to you by the university. Like, it's like, it's a slippery slope, but I get it. Like, I'm not yeah. going to. Like, I, I tried to, like, argue against it respectfully, but, like, you know, they're not going to yeah. budge, so. I I think that our building would also benefit from free doorstops because, mm-hmm. like, I think other buildings for first years, they have free mm-hmm. doorstops, like, in the room, but my room didn't have one. So, mm-hmm. and, like, we, we oh, like, for my friends, at least, we talk. When we socialize with each other in the hallway, it's, like, mm-hmm. often through an open door. You know, like, just someone just, like, yeah. standing there holding the door. And it's, like, a hassle. So I feel like yeah. having a doorstop would be helpful and beneficial. And, like, mm-hmm. promoting inclusivity, like, community. Mm-hmm. So that's, like... No, literally. Yeah. It's, it like, one of my though. friends, he used, like, a like a used mask to hold the door open. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, tied one of the mask straps to the knob and the other one to, like, some knob on the wall. And that's mm-hmm. how he holds it open. Like, <laughs> we live in a society. No, yeah. Well... I also know, okay, so I'm not promoting stealing. However, mm-hmm. there are sometimes bricks, like just like plain bricks that get left outside, just like outside in front of buildings. Mm-hmm. And stuff. So like if you did happen to take one, you could use that as a doorstop. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying like that's an <laughs> option for people listening who want a doorstop. That is an option. Are your dorm buildings pretty like old? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the thing is, like, I visited UDA, and you guys mm-hmm. are like, uh, like brick dorms, right? Okay, but I'm not taking the bricks out of the dorm. I know, <laughs> I know, but that's like not really a thing here. Like, it's pretty. Oh. What our building is made of. That's a good point. It's not made of brick. That's I can say. I can say that. But okay, so like, newer. there's just no bricks there. Not that I see. <laughs> I mean, I might just be blind. Interesting. But like, it looks. It's not like an old brick building. Like, it's not UVA. So mm-hmm. no offense to UVA. No, it's okay. We get free bricks because we have brick buildings. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Um, but let's see. Like, okay, going back into work-life balance. <laughs> so I guess, like, what is the course load at Berkeley like? Like, how many classes are you taking this semester? So this semester I'm taking four, um, mm-hmm. and I might take another one. I, like, applied. There's some classes you apply for, and you have to, like, get okay. in. So I'm, I've applied, and hopefully I get selected. But right now I'm going to take, it's like, and my schedule has been changing a little bit because of like other conflicts and things. So right now I have reading. It's a class called reading. 
Yeah, it's called like read. I mean, that's not the name of the class, but it, it's, it's like a reading class. class. Yeah, but it's like more like an English class. They just okay. call it reading. But like okay. the name of the class is like endangered languages. And it's like okay. an English class with the focus on okay. endangered languages. Like you read essays about that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Endangered languages, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah, that's cool. And then computer science. That's like probably my big, big class this semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, geography. And I'm taking this technology seminar, which is like, it's just like you discuss like how technology can be like a moral good or a moral bad. So. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. this is off topic, but I just bought a mm-hmm. book called, like, The Social Machine or something, mm-hmm. and that's just sort of reminded me of, like, technology being good or bad. Yeah, Anywho, exactly. Yeah. I just thought it was a cool class, because, like, I'm a data science major, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure, like, my career isn't, like, exploiting other people or yeah. advantage, because data is such a powerful thing. Like, it can, like, mm-hmm. really, like, cause the world good or cause it harm, so yeah. that's just something I really want in my career, where I don't want to be, like, causing the detriment of other people. That's that's very noble of you. Mm-hmm. So, like, what happens if it turns out data science is actually evil? What do you do then? Well, see, the thing is, it's not, but it's how you use it. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, if you use, like, if you use, like, data to, like, exploit people, and I can't think of, like, an actual example. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, um, like, you know what redlining is, right? Yes. So that's, like, not, not really data science, because that was, like, a little bit older. Like, that happened in the 1940s or so. But, like, something like that where redlining was, like, they basically drew, like, maps of cities and they're like, okay, look, this part of the city should receive funding from the government to, like, build houses and things. But it was mainly based on race, on how they did it, because they used data of how many white people lived in this neighborhood and how many black people lived in this neighborhood. And you even see, like, on their maps, it describes, like, um, it says one threat is, like, like, Italian immigrants or like black immigrants and they use like more toxic words that I'm not going to say on this podcast but Mm -hmm. like it literally says that on these federal maps it's just something like that I wouldn't want to use my skills to like oppress someone or to like make someone's life worse basically Mm -hmm. yes very noble of you unless that person is making other people's lives worse if that makes sense okay so like yeah you you yeah so like you would be a vigilante if need be I wouldn't say <laughs> that, but like, no, but I you want just my said career that. to have a positive impact on the world. Yes, basically. understood. Yeah. Okay, that I understand. Okay, mm-hmm. but I'll like revert back to your last episode, sort of. So, like that last episode, we talked about okay, specifically work-life balance, but also like the trifecta of like what sort of makes up your life as a sort of mm-hmm. typical teenager, I guess. So, like mm-hmm. work, or like yeah, work, social life, and then like sleep. So, how mm-hmm. I think last time we talked. We both said that we prioritize work and sleep most. Has mm-hmm. that shifted since going to college? Or like, where are you on that now? I still prioritize work and sleep. So mm-hmm. I tend to get all my work done, even if it's one minute before the deadline. It, it will get done, usually, <laughs> okay. usually. But sleep, I always get eight hours. Like That's good. Every single night, I get eight hours. Only in extreme circumstances, I do not get eight hours. And that usually does not dip below seven. So. Okay. Wait, mm-hmm. so you say you wake... We, you wake up at like 7 or 7.30 each day. So that means you're mm-hmm. going to sleep at like 11 each night. Basically, yeah. Okay, pop off. I mean, on the weekends, I'll like push it, you know. Okay, yeah. But that's like the main exception. Okay. Like on the weekdays, at least right now, 11, I'm in bed. Or 11.30, I'm in bed. That's, it's, that's very aspirational. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. But like, I guess sort of, how has the, so 
I, I also agree that I would prioritize sleep and work. Mm-hmm. But I know like being in college for the both of us, I think like the social aspect has definitely shifted a little because like mm-hmm. you're always with people now. So like how yeah. has your relationship with like, I guess socializing shifted? Does that make sense? Well, I mean, I live in the dorm, so I always mm-hmm. see people all the time. So yeah. I don't really feel alone usually, mm-hmm. but like sometimes it can feel like that. Like right now we're on hybrid school. So like half my dorm is not here, which is like a little oh. weird, but like I still talk to people. Like it's pretty chill, but like right now all my classes are online, but I'm just on campus because, you know, I have free housing and free food. So yeah. Yeah. I mean like free, like I already paid for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I get it. I sort of agree because I feel like lots of the time it's like there's just more opportunities to be with people now that you're at college Mm -hmm. like classes and if you're not classes you go to the library if you're not at the library you're like Mm -hmm. in your dorm with like your dorm mates or your roommate in fact yeah or like dining hall there are always people there like it's just more opportunity to be with people and like Mm -hmm. yeah I guess how how is that for you because I know like last time we talked we're like in a pandemic so we weren't really seeing our friends and like it's a different Mm -hmm. it's like a shift from going to like not seeing anybody all day and then like always being around by people so mm-hmm. like, talk on that I suppose I mean I don't know I didn't really pay that much attention to it because I feel like if you want to be alone in school then you can like I feel like in college I'm always surrounded by people but I could like easily go through my whole day without actually having a conversation with someone like I could go to class go and sit there go to the library go get lunch and I feel like the only time I would have to talk is when I'm placing my order for lunch you know like I feel like you could do that anywhere because like it's like you go to lecture you don't have to talk during lecture you just sit there yeah and then go back to your dorm and then chill in your dorm you know like that's if you want to do that if you're able to do that it's just that you I wouldn't say that you should yeah 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 but even even then like you're still surrounded by people yeah I guess but like surrounded by people and interacting with people is different it's different yeah Mm -hmm. I agree I think for me like if I want to be with no people I like go to the library Mm. yeah I don't know. Yeah. No, that's true. It's like sometimes I'll go to the library and it's like I'm really, I've realized like, oh, I barely talked to anyone the whole day. Like I've just been in the library. So <laughs> Rojo's on that work grind. He is not about to sacrifice his sleep and work for socializing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I mean it's chill. Like my classes are not as bad as other people, but at the same time, they're way worse than other people's. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Well, do you have, like, anything else you want to add on to the conversation about, like, work-life balance or anything like that? Not really. Okay, that's Um, fine. I would say it's, like, it's good to have a little bit of everything. Like, oh, there is one thing. So I've, like, made it a goal to, like, every every week, there's one day where as much as possible, I, like, don't do anything academic that day. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, um, last Saturday, I kind of broke it, but... Like once it's like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do anything academic today. Like I went to San Francisco with my friends. So mm-hmm. something like that. Or like, I'll, if I have stuff to do, I'll be like, okay, I'll work on it in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I'll like go watch like the ice hockey game with my friends or something like that. Or mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be something cool. You know, like it can just be something like, like go get like frozen yogurt with your friends or like go on a walk or like go, there's like some trails behind my school. It's like, just yeah. go, there, you know, like just do something that's like a break. It's like something to look forward to. So like yeah. this weekend, I'm actually going to see a, seeing an ice hockey game. So my neighbor, he plays on the ice hockey team. So I've gone to two of his games, which and they're so fun to watch. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good like sort of mindset to adapt. Mm-hmm. I sort of do the same thing for like 
Saturdays at least. Mm-hmm. Not real not, like I do do work in the morning, but like in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it's like basically clear to do it ever. So like on yes. last Saturday, I watched four movies, which isn't like advised, but it was enjoyable, you know? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. it's a nice break to like look forward to, oh, I'm going to do this. I mean, I'm an extrovert as you probably figured out by now, mm-hmm. but just having like looking forward to doing something that's not school is just, I think that's really important because otherwise it's just like a slog. I remember September, like school wasn't even like that hard but I felt like my productivity was like slowing down because mm-hmm. like yeah I have hard classes but I'm just studying all the time it's like I go to the library I go back to my dorm I go get lunch and you know mm-hmm. it's just like it was like getting to a slog and it's like I haven't really done anything fun so I just I began making that a rule like I could like even like go into my calendar and tell you like what I did every weekend <laughs> oh yeah so then one one week I went to the football game that was pretty fun let's see and then one week we I dressed up as Duo Push. I don't know if you guys have that at your school. We do. I saw that. I, I dressed up as Duo Push, and I came with that costume one hour in advance because I did uh-huh. not know what I was going to dress up as. And it's like, I don't want to be something basic, you know, so I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. That sounds good. One week I got a haircut. I guess that was my break where I went <laughs> shopping. I went shopping okay. for Berkeley merch. So okay. that was oh, one I did one weekend. That's why you wear so much Berkeley merch. I mean, I have like a little bit. I can't afford that much, but I have a little bit. Whenever I see you, you're wearing Berkeley merch. That is true. That is true. Yeah. So. And then one weekend I went on a run all the way. Like I went pretty far, like way farther than I normally go. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was my event. I don't know. Yeah. Like sometimes I didn't really follow the rule. I just like did something to like make it a little different. Then yeah. one weekend it's a plastic bowl tournament. Okay. You get the idea. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like having something to look forward to at the end of the week is really yeah, basically, fun. Yeah. Okay, but the next segment is basically I set a timer for 10 minutes and you are the host. Like you can ask questions, you can do whatever you want in that 10 minute time span. So yeah, whenever you're, whenever you're ready. Okay, so I ask you questions? If, yeah, or just like chat about whatever you want. Okay, um, so are you happy with how your college decisions turned out and what do you say that that is worth stressing over for current high school seniors if any of them are watching this so the thing is like i sort of adopted this mentality when college decisions were coming out and it's like Mm -hmm. everything will work out in the end so like you might not Mm -hmm. get your dream school and you might not like everything might go wrong but still Mm -hmm. you're gonna end up you're gonna enjoy your college experience no matter what and Mm -hmm. this is something enjoy quote unquote enjoy (laughs) you're gonna have a college experience no matter what and this is something my friend said to me, or like someone said to me on the podcast already, but they were like, college is what you make of it. So like, mm. if you are really bummed and you're not really participating in anything and you're mm-hmm. like upset about not getting into the college you wanted to, like that is going to reflect on your college experience. So like mm-hmm. you have to make the most of your situation and be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm at this school now. Like I'm going to do what I can to have fun and like, yeah, meet people and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree with that because I think like before I got into like Berkeley, which was one of my dream schools or before I even got into UVA, like I was like so scared. I was like, you know, what if I just end up at Nova and not that that's a bad thing. I was just being paranoid, you know, like I was like, oh, I'll be so sad. But it's like, I feel like no matter what happens, like everything happens for a reason. And no matter where you go, you can always, it's like, I think the problem is with the mindset that like, the Northern Virginia community had like placed on me was that um, people see college as like a goal, but that's, it's not a goal. It's just like a means to an end, you know? Yeah. And it's like in four years, you're going to leave the college. Like it barely defines you as much as people think it does. Mm -hmm. Like 
like in four years I'm going to be working, you know? And it's like, then no yeah. one cares. And I mean, people care where we worked, went to college, but it's like, it's just like you have some old sweaters in your back. Yeah. Like and, some memories that you made, you know, it's like, that's it. Yeah. The thing is like a lot of people now, so I guess like in the past, you really had to have a college degree to like do certain jobs, but now it's yeah. not so much the case. Or like, yes, you do need a college degree to do certain jobs, but lots of people now are getting their degrees and then not doing anything, like not doing something mm-hmm. related to that field. And so like that, yeah. I'm not saying like there are less people going to college now, but like, I think lots of people in Northern Virginia forget that you don't have to go to college. Not like they forget, <laughs> yeah. but like lots of people, there are more people who don't go to college than we think. And it's because like yes. everyone we know like basically went to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I think that going to college is a good thing, but I feel like it's got to the point where people see it as the only option. Yeah, and definitely. That's not really true, you know. And it's like yeah. I would say yes, it is a path to success. But if you think you can find a path otherwise, then yeah. I mean, I'm not saying like try and become an influencer and then drop out of school, you know. Yeah. It's like, not. That's a very risky mindset. But yeah. Like, if you think, like, you know, if you want to join the army and you think that's, like, a path to your success, then do that, you know? Or, like, yeah. if you want... What else? If you think that just working, like, going straight into the workforce, like, even if it's something that doesn't require a college degree, if that's something that you think is your path to success, then do that. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't worry about judgment from other people because you have to live your own life. Mm-hmm. I think this is, like, I don't know if this, like, an original thought, but I feel like lots of people think that they have to have, like, the coolest job ever. Does that make like mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like it does, yeah. Yeah, like but people are, want the coolest job ever. Like yeah, like I, I understand want wanting the coolest job ever. Like I don't want to just mm-hmm. like I don't want to have like a job. Like I want to have like a cool job where like mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean, right? So like I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But I think and I, also people focus on the money a lot, which is yeah, I think definitely. toxic. Yeah. Like I mean, for me, the only reason I think about the money is like how how will I pay off this tuition? And that's mm-hmm. the only reason. Like, other than that, as long as that's being taken care of, I don't really care. And mm-hmm. I feel like people become like, they're like, oh, I want to become a doctor because it makes money. And I'm like, yeah. that's not, then it's like, you'll be like doing something you hate, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just the wrong mindset. Yeah, definitely. I think there is a beauty in like having, I don't want to say like simple. I feel like simple is the wrong word, but like having mm-hmm. like, I guess a more low key job. Okay. This is like, yeah. this is like very niche, but I found this on YouTube and it's just like a woman who takes care of lambs and sheep for a living and that like that mm-hmm. looks like so much fun but it's not mm-hmm. like little kids are being like i want to take care of lambs and sheep when i grow up which mm-hmm. is it's like a weird i don't know well i would argue with that because my brother okay. always be a trash truck collector okay collector you know like the guy who like jumps off the trash truck yeah empties him and i think that's like been replaced now I now think... that we're like 20 years later no i think they're they still do that well some places still do that but i i yeah. know my neighborhood has like the it's like this claw that comes and it grabs oh yeah they do the yeah. okay yeah it did change mm-hmm. no i think i think there's something so joyous about being a child and like wanting to do whatever job you want to do because it looks cool mm-hmm. instead of like yeah. thinking about like oh money or like oh that's like that's like not a job or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like i don't even know what i wanted to be when i was a kid i wanted to be i think a dancer you did <laughs> yeah there's a point i think i wanted to be president <laughs> <laughs> oh okay As kindergarten yeah because that's like the only people i knew so i yeah. was like okay but i had this theory that was like if i become a president then i'll die because george washington died john adams died <laughs> so i want to be president because then i'll die and then i told uh-huh. some teacher some random teacher it was like on my mind and uh-huh. i told her that and then i like went back for graduation like 12 years later and she's Aww. she's still there and she's like oh you're that kid who told me about 
George Washington dying, like, okay. It's like, in front of, like, everyone there. And I was like, oh, okay. That's sweet of her for remembering you. I, like, vaguely remember telling her that. I guess I was, like, very traumatized by the fact that people die, but... But I wanted to be a dancer because I watched, mm-hmm. what's it called, Dancing with the Stars. And, <laughs> no, like, to this day, I still want to be on Dancing with the Stars. If I ever become famous, somehow, first thing I'm doing is, like, trying to make my way onto Dancing with the Stars. You could go on Masked Singer. No. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be a singer. I want to go on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. You don't understand. No, that's valid. That's valid. This has been my dream for, like, 13 years. <laughs> Anywho, you have three minutes left. Okay. But yeah, I just wanted to say, like, I feel like there's this whole thing about how, like, oh, I need to get into this school, into this program for me to be successful. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, that could make it better. But like, I think at the end of the day, like, it's what you make of it. Like, I could come here, like, pay out of state tuition, come to Berkeley and just sit in my dorm. You know, it's like, I'll get a degree at the end of the day. But it's like, have I really made the most of my experience here? Right? Like, yeah, that's what I think. And it's like, I feel like people are so... They're like, oh, this thing will set me up for success. But I feel like it's just a constant, instead of like little benchmarks, it's like a set of little decisions you have to make that leads you. So it's not just like you get lucky, you know? Like, yeah. It makes sense. I think it goes back to like, so, you know, like we had the magnet school TJ at, in like yeah. in our county. And like, yeah. the thing is like, you could have gone to like our school, which is like a good school, or you could have gone mm-hmm. to TJ and like, you'll still end up, you might end up at the same place. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like the yeah. same thing for college. Like you could go to a community college or you could go to like Harvard and you might still mm-hmm. like be up for the same job position or something like exactly. that. Exactly. It's exactly. really like and what like, you make of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like you can, like I'd say there's an advantage in going to better schools, which is why I stress about it. Yeah. But like, I don't think it's worth that much stress because, like, at the end of the day, it will all work out. There's yeah. opportunities at, like, almost every school to do cool things. Mm-hmm. So just, like, have faith, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's not to, like, even if you do go to, like, an Ivy League school, if you're not putting effort into your own education, yeah. like, you're not going to benefit from that. So mm-hmm. it's also, exactly. like, yeah, it's, like, what you make of it, how much effort you put in, and, like, that sort of, that's not the only thing that dictates where you end up, but, like, those are mm-hmm. two big factors. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Yes. One minute. I don't know. The sun's going to set soon. So I'll be dark. Like it'll be dark outside just like it is for you now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Three hour time difference. <laughs> that can be a little inconvenient when I'm calling my parents. Cause like they don't, they go to bed. My mom goes to bed at 9 PM. She's, she's, she's that woman. Like she always uh-huh. goes to bed at 9 PM. So I can't call her after 6 PM my time. And like sometimes I'm still in class, which like, it kind of sucks, but. That is a little funny though. Mm-hmm. It's a but like funny. it's like she'll get upset with me she's like why didn't you call me i'm like because i can't talk to you <laughs> like <laughs> it's like i can't look i i'm in my bed at like i'm chilling in my dorm at 9 p.m like i'm on my bed like, looking through my phone but i can't call you because that's yeah. mid for you and you, you went to bed like three hours ago so yeah no i think it's yeah. funny because sometimes i don't see your texts until i wake up mm-hmm. in the morning so like yeah. I'll, I'll respond to you and then i'm like okay i have like two hours to kill until he responds to me because like mm-hmm. you haven't woken up yet yeah <laughs> it's just no, that's the thing sometimes when i text my friends late at night actually i feel like because i go to bed pretty early mm-hmm. so like sometimes i'll text people and on the east coast and they're still awake it's like 2 yeah. p.m 2 a.m 3 a.m yeah. Oh, yeah. but yeah yeah that's cool. All right. That is the end of the Rohel podcast host all segment. All right. All right. Okay. But we have like our sort of outro thing. But the first question is like the Minecraft segment. And if you didn't play Minecraft, like what childhood game did you play? What did I play? Um, I used to play those games on, you know, like the show Cyber Chase. No, so I don't know. There used to be I'm... these online games called with like Cyber Chase 
themed and it's like you like went around the village and you like buy things or I don't even know it's like some mm. game and I just remember playing that a lot okay yeah okay the next question is like do you have any advice for rising freshmen high school seniors or life advice in general I mean we've kind of already touched on this but like don't worry about the events of specific outcomes like I feel there's a lot of things that are out of your control like just don't worry about just don't worry about it you know like I'll just put in the work, you know, and it will all work out. Like, you won't get a yes from everyone, but just, just keep struggling. Like, don't, don't get yourself down on one person's decision. Mm-hmm. On that same note, do you have any regrets for rising freshman, high school senior, or, like, life in general? No, because I'm pretty happy with how everything turned out for me. But I'd say one, one thing I would regret, it's the decision before, uh, the day before UGA decisions came out. I remember I had like, I began like crying at the lunch table. It was like, it was like doing online school. So it's like, I just like sat on my computer for four hours and like came down and I just like began sobbing. And I was like, I'm not going to get in. And like, my brother was just awkwardly comforting me. He was like, it's going to be okay. Like, it was just so like, but it's like, now that I think about it, I'm like, you know, it was just one person's decision at the end of the day that I was like letting define me. And I was just so stressed about it. And it's like, it's going to be okay. You know, like, I get like people gossip and things like there's like parents will be like, oh, you got into this school. You didn't get into this school. But it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like who cares? Like, yeah. But yeah, like I just think about that. I'm like, I really like was so stressed about it when it's like, it's OK. Yeah, I think like looking back, we like think we're stupid for stressing about it. But like at the <laughs> yeah. time, it makes sense. It like, does make sense. Yeah. Like I don't blame myself for stressing. It's just I uh, think that people were so obsessed with that idea uh, of like oh this school this school but it's like it's just like another opportunity it's not a goal it's just like a way to get to your goal mm-hmm. but yeah it's like i'm sure people were watching this and like, oh, he goes to uc berkeley why is he saying that or like she goes to uva why is she saying that you know but like yeah it's it's true yeah it's like a very in the moment thing like in the moment yes, you feel yes. it and then once you're out of it like you look back and you're like wow mm-hmm. but yeah it's like i've realized that some of the schools that i wanted to go to where i did not get in were actually not great fits for me and i'm like mm-hmm. okay well i kind of see it you know yeah. Like, I'm better off where I got in than where I did not get in. And I'm yeah. sure the people making the decisions knew that, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, well, do you have anything you want to shout out? Any, like, social media petitions, things you want people to sign, or projects, or best friends, your parents? Shout out Ashley, my parents, <laughs> and Ashley, because Ashley's very cool. She runs this Thanks. really cool podcast. Thanks. So, yeah. And my parents and my, my brother. I miss them a lot. Mm-hmm. so yeah it's cool all right um now for the nature valley bar segment basically you say yeah you know how it goes just yeah yeah nature valley if you're watching this right now please sponsor ashley's podcast she's one of your biggest biggest supporters ever since i think 2015 or 2016 i've known about ashley's nature valley obsession so please sponsor her podcast mm-hmm. thank you thank you all right well that concludes this week's episode of I'm a College Crisis. We really hope you enjoyed and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of I'm a College Crisis. Another quick shout out to Rojo for agreeing to be on the Adka and for chatting. I don't know. (laughs) Chatting chatting about work-life balance. All right. If you want to contact us, you can find us at our email, which is linked below, or social media, Instagram, and Twitter. It's I'm a College Crisis for Instagram or a college crisis for Twitter, or leave a voice memo. If you like this episode and want to support the Adga, share it with your friends, share it with your families, and share it with your running pals. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts if you want to leave a review. If you're listening to the code word, the code word this week is, which is a word, 
apples. Okay, so be sure to comment that on the Instagram or do whatever you want with that information. But we love you guys and hope you have a great week. Peace. Peace. That's the end of this week's episode of High School. Oh crap! I keep on messing that up. I'll cut it out. I'm scared. But you know what I'm talking about, bro. People are gonna listen to this. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. I'm cutting that out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe cut out the part where I paused for like. But we'll like, keep it in the bubble. But and like, no one but else like, know. you know. <laughs>